that tiny symbol at the end that always gets me. That like, ting. ting. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Untitled Talk Radio, the only show that you cannot take orally. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How do you just... take our show then? Intravenously? Anally? That's what we prefer. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Um, Ignore that. The, the recent John Oliver episode, because, oh, yeah. again, I, you, he's... Yeah. One of my all-time favorites, um, and the fact that you can actually learn something while laughing about the awkward and craziness of the situation is amazing. So his most recent one was about um, uh, malware and mm. ransomware, because uh, apparently yeah. one of the things that is potentially a target, there's a Japanese company mm -hmm. that is selling digital butt plugs. That you can insert and give a friend the access information so that they can open said butt plug at their discretion. So and it's like a sex you, thing? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But apparently it is susceptible to being taken over by ransomware. And next thing you know, you're like, if you want this thing out of your butt, pay me... $800. Yeah, I could see how that could backfire for them more than it can backfire for the person. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm, if more. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're already wearing this electronic butt plug that I, I scientifically I can't figure out how it would work. There, don't worry, there's a graphic. I, I don't want to know the graphic. Um, <laughs> then would, if it, but it, then wouldn't it just fall out? No, no, because again, it it expands. Hey, current employer, if this is the first show you're listening to, uh, what a choice! Please don't fire me. <laughs> I'm off the clock. What I can decision. talk about butt plugs all I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it, okay. So some some fucking like guy, you know, hacks into the thing and activates the, the, the plug. Mm -hmm. Um, he's like, "Give me five thousand dollars, and I'll never let you poop again." I, I generally feel that type of person who enjoys having a butt plug in is going to be like, do it, daddy. <laughs> you know, like I don't I can't see them winning. I Yeah, it's not like, you know, I've hacked your hard drive and I'm going to release it to the world for five right. million dollars. Now, nah, here you go. I got a phone call the other day talking about like malware scams and stuff. I got a phone call the other day. Super like robotic thing. It's like. You are currently wanted by the federal government. Oh yeah, that's, for a, like, that's such an old. So like for like, and you have to call now. And I think I replied with, "Bring it." And I just hung up. <laughs> Bring it. Click. What I I have uh, a little like a little note on my phone, and it's something I copied off. I think it's like A and T and T website about like it. Basically, it's like you know one of those. Um, text things that you respond you know like yeah. ms blah 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 this user no longer works mm -hmm. and basically saying this user is dead <laughs> so oh, I, yeah. I, I did that so every time i get one of those i get them all the fucking time though god most of the texts i most of the text phone calls i get are not from people i love or love me it is from fucking spam yeah it's all spam Anna makes the joke like, oh, I'm so glad that throughout the pandemic, spam risk has been so concerned about me that they've continued to try to check yeah, in. No. I'm debating about changing my number because it's like unbearable now at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, like, all right. I'm pulling up my phone. I'm pulling up mm -hmm. my texts. Uh, let's see. Message from Walmart. Your gift will be returned if not confirmed by oh, today. God. That's not Walmart, thank you. That's not Walmart. Um, alert, your card was recently used for $1,900 on Amazon against the Samsung 65-inch 4K smart TV with Alexa built-in. To report suspended fraud or unauthorized access, please contact immediately. Amazon security team, 800 number. That would come from your bank. Yep. 
Not Amazon don't give a fuck. They'll Hel- take your money. Yep. Hello, Jesse. Your USP delivery with tracking code 0015 is waiting for you and said delivery preferences. And then a weird fucking jumble of information. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, hello, Jesse. You're, you click the link below. Uh, this is a reminder. You're oh, actually, no, that's an actual thing. I did have a reservation and I oh, did. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. That's, well, that was a real thing. <laughs> um, hello, Jesse. This is Pete from Walmart. you you have an item addressed to you. Can you please collect it by today? No, you don't. No, I don't. I've no, never, don't. I've never gone to Walmart. You've never been to a Walmart? No, I've been to a Walmart. I'm not okay. a savage. Well, I mean, no, like I have, but I haven't gone, honestly, I haven't gone to Walmart in the last fucking like 15 years. That's fair. I mean, it is a beautiful microcosm to go to a Walmart anytime after midnight and before dawn. Well, actually, I have a hilarious Walmart story. Oh, please. Actually, no. So it might might have been like last time I went to Walmart was like five, five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, My, my mom moved from the apartment that we're living in now to the apartment where she's living now. Right. Yeah. And uh, we were taking part of her bed. But it wasn't like a, you know, like a real bed frame. It was, she was basically just screwed uh, a headboard onto you know, a bed frame, right? Sure. So we couldn't get it off. Like the screws were stripped, and we couldn't get the thing up. So we went. The only store. This was like fucking one o'clock. <sighs> only store that was open was Walmart. Of course, of course. I go. I go to Walmart. I buy a hacksaw at fucking like one in the morning. Ah, uh, yes, another one. This thing. I just go. I get a hacksaw. I speak to no one. <laughs> I grab it. I I, I know. I, I think I talked to one employee. I'm like, "Where are the hacksaws?" And he's like, "Oh, over there." And I go to there. I get a hacksaw. I go to the fucking checkout line. I buy a Kit Kat. So I'm checking <laughs> out with a Kit Kat and a hacksaw. <laughs> they didn't even bat a fucking eye. If that was Target, I would. They would have been met by the cops in the parking lot. And it, wait, sir, sir, what are you doing here? I really need this hacksaw. I know it's one a.m., but like, oh. I really need this hacksaw it right now. It would have been a lot funny, but sir, sir, why well, I really need this hacksaw? No, no, Kit Kats are two for one. You can Mitchell get another grab two. One. <laughs> but I just love the just the general like. Uh, no <laughs> Take one, one gave... for you and one for your victim. It's great. No one gave a fuck that I bought a hacksaw at like two in the morning. That yeah. Walmart, don't ask questions. Walmart, don't ask, don't tell. That's paid that's that's the first page of their handbook. It's don't ask only, questions. And also not to stock shelves. Right. <laughs> Always stock shelves at inopportune times so nobody can get what they want. If anyone asks what they need you point to the other end of the store and run away. <laughs> I think I stole that from someone on. Nobody YouTube. actually works here. We're... I generally feel that way, but mostly about Costco. I don't feel like anyone actually works there. No, there's like five people. Yeah, but they're all in the cashier. Exactly. Walking around. Everybody else. Like, everybody else who's going around and stocking the shelves. We don't know where they come from. It's like when you go to a comic book store. I don't think they're allowed to leave that little desk in the front of the comic book store. Oh, yeah, because they have to make sure you're not going to steal anything, but also, yep. like, they don't want to help you. I. It's more of a don't want to versus want, they can't. My favorite memory of going to, like, a store and having a weird experience is with, with you, actually. When we went to the antique coin and dollar store this year oh in Red Bank. Oh, my God. The dude, the motherfucking dude followed us. Like, we he were going to. We thieves. We were going to, like, steal. And he kept asking questions. Like, what are you looking for? What are you doing here? Just looking around. We're literally like, just looking at stuff. And it was really, uh, we were, uh, I think we were walking past to go to, a, like, go to Jamie's or something. And I was like, holy shit, it's open. Let's go in here. It's never, it's like, it's never open. Right. And, and we, now we know why. And we know why. They're hiring. They were, yeah. They're, really? They're hiring. No, they're not. They are, there's, a a, there's a paper sign. This is hiring. Part-time must know, must have experience about antique coins and baseball cards. No, that's I, a lie. I remember. I remember. Though, I asked him, like, "Oh, I have some baseball cards from when I was a kid. Maybe I could bring them in and see how much they're worth." And he's like, "They're probably not worth anything." They're not. It's like, what are you, what are you, I was like, "Oh, they're probably from like the '90s and '80s. They're not worth anything." Like, All right, dude. Nobody gives a shit about the '90s or '80s. '60s. That's it. Except for like every movie nowadays. Right. Right. Can we talk about how like 
90s is the new 90s nostalgia is the new day is the new dig again yeah i hate it i hate it i mean yeah for the last 10 years we've had the 80s nostalgia so we may as well start getting the 90s nostalgia now that it's been 30 yeah, years i guess yeah when we were kids the 70s was a really the nostalgia thing everyone yeah like every every 70s. like 25 to 30 years past we're like oh my god that was so great but i get i don't know maybe i just never thought it'd be something i lived through seeing your childhood become the new yeah, thing so people again. are like wow i wish i lived in the 90s why no you don't Everything was horrible. Not really. I don't know. But, like, like you want to live 9-11 over again? I don't, like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, in the 90s, we did not have a pandemic. We did no, not necessarily I mean, and have, we did have some of the crazy shit we've got now. But we also had, you know, we were on budget and we didn't have a deficit. You know, America was actually doing pretty okay. Yeah. Ah, memories. Ah, memories. Let me wear bell bottoms. Back before we didn't give a shit. Let me wear a crop top and a Nirvana t-shirt and a flannel. Ah, the nice. All at the same time. All at the same. The Nirvana shirt is the crop top. Because you got to do layers. Why? Because you never know if you're going to get too warm or too cold. You got to be prepared. I just I didn't realize how horrible '90s fashion was until I see like all these like acid wash everything. Oh yeah, all these because. Red Bank's a pretty hip town by that. There's a lot of rich kids that could afford to go to Urban Outfitters. Totally hip. Totally hip. So I see a lot of, like, kids, teenagers walking around in, like, 90s, like, 90s style. It's all, like, baggy jeans and, like, crop top. I'm, like, I'm looking around, like, my mom let me fucking dress like this? This looks like shit. <laughs> well, fuck. Oh, dear. And granted, Have they, they gotten they, back they, 90s goth yet? No. I'm waiting for the goth, the emo scene to come back. Because it will. I you know just... that's going to be... I'm all about that shit. I want to see a bunch of moody kids with eyeliner. One of the earliest... A uh, pretty early date that I went on with Anna. Uh, we went to see Evil Dead the Musical. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she still had a pair of oversized black goth jeans. Oh, were they... Um... Ones where the leg was like the size of her waist. Oh, they were called something. Juggalo, Juggos, or something like that? Maybe, yeah, not Juggalos, because that's no, something Juggalos, different. No, Juggalos, that's something else. That's very much something different. Well, speaking of the 90s, um, you still don't have HBO Max. That is correct. Which, not yet. Again, Joseph. I know. Gotta get HBO I Max. Know. Gotta do it. They have a documentary about Woodstock 99. That was a, that was that a thing. That was the thing. And I I know about Woodstock '99. I wasn't there because I was a kid, but yeah, I read about it. It's a f- it, it's a perfect example of how we got fucked up the way we are right now. Sure, because so Wo- Woodstock '99, it's this whole thing of like they're trying to become you know, it's trying to do like the flower power of the '60s Woodstock. Yeah. But all they only have the rage bands of the nineties, like like Ra- you know, Raise Against the Machine and <laughs> Smash Mouth. Not Smash Mouth, um Smash Limp Biscuit. Mouth is not a rage band. No, Limp Biscuit. Okay. And oh um, my God. uh Metallica and DMX, like all these like fucking hardcore rage rage band death metal. Let's talk about peace. Yeah, me- like Megadeth. You know, all these fucking like nineties. Hardcore ish. But then they also had like Jewel and shit too. So it was weird. They but brought it, in Cher. No, no, they it, didn't. It, but it ended in turning into a fucking riot and then burning down stages. Yeah. And I'm watching right. and I'm watching this shit and I go, No wonder we're fucked up. These are all the people that are running the goddamn country now. Yep. Yep. A bunch of frat boys in acid watch jeans that just fucking punched a cop in the face. Because <laughs> they were listening to this fucking Megadeth. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're in good hands. We're in great hands. We're fine, folks. God bless it. God. Or damn it. Either way, it's fine. God bless it or damn it. Either way, works. For Either me. way, the nineties. What a what a time to Did not you, give a shit and yeah. be and be alive at the same time. 
If you could go back and get anything from the 90s, what would you go back and get? I don't know, stock in a big company? Yo, uh, like, so besides <laughs> besides the obvious of, like, Apple. Yeah, Apple or Amazon stock. Like, yeah. look, Amazon may be monsters, but I will happily take well, his money. We started watching the OJ versus the people on Netflix. Oh, yeah, the... The yeah. FX series, yeah, FX series. Now it's on. Now it's on Netflix. And um, uh, David Swimmer plays Robert Kardashian, which is Kim Kardashian's dad. Yeah. And there's a scene where like all the all the Kardashian kids before they become spawns of Satan, baby Dashians, um, are like, oh my god, dad. And I wanted to in my head, I'm like, you all ruined this world. <laughs> You all ruined this this fucking entertainment world. How how many children again? It's I don't fucking know. Uh, comment on the link below. Uh, I think there's like four Chloe. Excellent. Kim, it's the four Kardashians. Four of the Kardashians. Apocalypse. The apocalypse. I just wanted to make. I thought it was four, four. I just wanted to make four. sure that it worked I, for my joke. I know it's Robert Kardashian's your dad, and then later Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. Uh, later became. Their stepdad, yeah, and stepmom, step parent, step parent. That's better. Um, and, and gubernatorial candidate, not anymore. I know was, she dropped, though. which is she, a good choice. Oh, and I love the the thing of like I didn't realize how horrible they were. I should have fucking seen that coming. And yet, and yet they were. Anyway, oh, and yet. Joseph, how are you doing, buddy? After we just talked about the nineties for fucking like five from minutes. butt plugs to nineties. That's a good buy. That's a good like a book about the nineties. Is like butt plugs in the nineties. Yeah, it's all it's all about design. Sleek. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm never okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, things are pretty quiet at the moment because, like. Anna's figuring out some new work stuff, yeah. and uh, m- my mother-in-law is getting ready to go back to school. Oh, fuck. that's coming up. Yeah. Have you, so, do you guys are having those protests out there that un- unmask your kids? No, at least not that I'm aware of, because most of, at least Paula's district is very about, they're very customer service centric about their parents. Like we want to make sure that the parents are happy. And if the parents aren't happy, we're not happy. Yeah. doesn't matter about the kids or the teachers, but it's the parents nope. and the stockholders. Those are the people that we care about the most. That's what, uh, you know, I said the same thing last year about when schools, you know, decided to find them to like, oh, okay, we're going to, we're going to open mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, y'all went from like all lives matter to like some teachers could die. Right. That's fine. Yeah, it's a very quick turnaround, isn't it? Yeah, when you have to actually be with your shitty kids. <laughs> and the daycare service that you call school. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Come at but, me, bro. Anyway, I, you know, education is very important and it's not something to scoff at, nor is it something to take lightly. So please, if you have a kid, if they are able to be vaccinated, please vaccinate them. Oh, 100%. And if they are not able to be vaccinated, send them to school with a mask just to be safe. It's it's more of like, look, it's more of the situation of these kids can get the you know get COVID, yeah, not feel anything. Although there are more cases of kids, getting yeah, because very sick with Delta. Yeah, because you know it's, the virus is growing. Who would have thunk if you don't fucking vaccinate and wear masks that it would grow? Yeah. Imagine. Have you you never seen a monster movie? It's simple fucking horror movie logic at this point, folks. Right. You leave it alone, it gets bigger and badder. Exactly. You ignore it, it gets bigger and badder. Like Godzilla or the Blob or Alligator Men. (laughs) I love that movie. Alligator Men. Yeah, that was a good film. That was a good one. Right. Um, Yes. So please, please, if if you can, vaccinate your kids. And also... Just wait, you know, if you wear a mask. Yeah. Only way to stop it, though, folks. Want life to and, get back to normal. You know, the fact that there are still people believing and perpetuating 
yep. disproven lies yeah, about the vaccine and everything like that. Like, yes, I know that there are people who cannot take a vaccine because of medical issues. And for them, I get it. I completely understand. But for people who are thinking about like, oh, will it cause infertility? It will not. All studies show that it has nothing to do with that. Will it change my DNA? Technically, no, it won't do that either. No, because you would die. Yeah. It, if they would change your DNA. It, it, I, will I it make don't... me magnetic? No, it will not. Although the the conference oh, the where the woman. Was, yeah. Yeah. Where the doc, the quote unquote doctor was like, it made me magnetic here. I'll prove it. Let me grab my keys. Okay, it's not sticking, but you know it. Yeah, it, I it saw did that. Work before. Like, like someone put a magnet on the arm of where they got the shot, and it stuck. That no, no. But it like okay. I I have a very limited thing about knowledge, about science because I had a teacher that didn't give a shit. Oh well, sure. And nineties, um, nineties. <laughs> that's the theme. Uh, what the. Something is the powerhouse of the cell. That's all I remember. The mitochondria. Oh, the nucleus. The nucleus is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. That's all I know. That's and correct. It is scientifically fact. Yes. I, from what I've gathered, and my, my huge research of science, Joseph, mm-hmm. the very Much like part. many an uncle on Facebook, you are an expert. I am an expert. If, if, if it would change your DNA, right, to the core... You would fucking feel that shit. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Like, that would, like, cause some real damage, and you would feel that and probably die, seeing how that's, like, the structure of how humans are made, according to Jurassic Park. Right. It's not causing mutation. No. And if it was, fucking sign me up. I want right. fucking superpowers. We've read X-Men. We've seen, we know, we watched the 90s cartoon. I get yeah. Back to the 90s. 90s. Like, That's a, today's it's... episode theme is fucking 1990. <laughs> uh, everybody can see the color of those, those cups. Those oh, the white with purple, the blue. Pur- white the, with purple the, and blue. That was yeah, in yeah. every fucking pizza shop on the Jersey Shore. Everyone. For the best pizza ever. New Jersey. Come down to old Johnny's. We had uh, we served old Johnny. We have two bros. No, three bros. Uh, that's the pizza place on the board. Oh, because two bro, two bros is in New York. Yo, so they okay. Have to have say what. In say what you will. Fucking two bros was amazing. It was. It was a dollar slice and dollar I lived first off that. I lived off two a dollar fifty for pepperoni. Yeah. That ain't bad. Uh, do you remember going to the Jim Grove? Two, se- two seventy five for two slices in a soda. You can get a whole pizza for eight bucks, right? And that'll feed you for a week uh, if you're lucky. We lived. Uh, I I know I did when we had that really shitty job that we can't discuss. Duh. Um. I I lived off of two bros pretty much. Yeah. And Rudy's hot dogs, but that was a dark time. Well, okay. Can you call that living? What with I wasn't living if you with the, I, no if at the time no that living but yeah if oh, you call that living but oh, those Bobby. beef jerky dogs yeah those those were, but at the time though we were super poor and that's all we could afford right we were young and we didn't have the money even though we needed it yep so we lived off of two bros and barely legal hot dogs yeah <laughs> they quantify as quote unquote food hot. Hot dog. dog, quote unquote. <laughs> um. Yeah. Then yeah. So yeah, get just wear wear. It's not gonna do what you think it's gonna do. Wear a mask and just fucking stop. All right, come on. Right. Just stop. <laughs> to a point now where I just can't understand it. It's willful ignorance. It's That's well, the it's, short. Yeah. It's like know, I know better than you. And my favorite, my favorite, are the. Right wing fucknuts who are making the argument of like, oh, it's my body, my choice. Like, remember okay. how, remember how you said that you have control over how yeah. a woman chooses her reproductive rights? Huh, interesting. Because the, they said the same thing. Yeah. But you're like, no, no, no. I make the choice for you. It's also the same fucking thing of like, 
Oh, you're you're uh, discriminating me. Right. No. Remember when you guys fucking discriminated people and wouldn't let them drink out of the same water fountain as you? That was discrimination. That was discrimination. That's what segregation. Feeling, That's what no. you're feeling is inconvenience. I saw a post and it made me go. I didn't. I wanted to go ape shit, but I didn't. It was a lady posted about like New York City is you know making it saying that you need a vaccine card to be able to you know go to places and stuff. Yep. Which you know makes sense. And she's like, I'm moving out of New York City, the only place that I've ever felt like home because of this. And I was like, one, when did New York ever make you feel at home? <laughs> right. When the homeless guy's not yelling at again? you or the pigeons aren't shitting at you or getting weird or air conditioning. aren't blasting gunk. music until 3 exactly. in the morning. I lived in New York for a long time, and I loved every goddamn minute of it. Not once did I feel at home. <laughs> I felt good. I felt comfortable. I loved yeah. being there. I did not feel it at home. Yeah. When you had a homeless guy yelling at your face at fucking two in the morning when you're on the train hung over your shit. Not feeling at home. Go home. I didn't feel at home until I locked the fucking front door and then I locked my apartment door and then I locked my bedroom door. Then you felt a little, a little more at home. home. And that little fucking eight by ten room that you can call it in New York City. I, huh. I'm not dissing on New York City. I love New York City to death. It's I fucking that's where I became who I am. Yeah, I love New York City. I would love to go back. Not now though, because no. New York is turning into Mad Max land. Did you hear about what happened in Times Square the other day? No, what happened in Times Square the other day? I was talking about what happened in Chelsea. Oh, I don't know what happened in Chelsea, what but happened? I know a couple right, of days you, ago, you tell me Times Square, and I'll tell you Chelsea. Excellent. A couple of days ago, there were four guys around two a.m. Yeah, wandering about. Um, Three of them jump in a black vehicle that goes away. One of, as one of them pulls out a gun and just starts uh, firing randomly. Ends up he doesn't hit anybody, luckily, yeah. but he does shoot through the TKTS booth. No, luckily no one was there. Nobody was there because again it was like two a.m. and they clo- and they closed at like ten. Right. So. All right. So, so that, that happened. happened. What happened in Chelsea? A deranged man lit a gross. No, he lit a restaurant on fire and just lit a bunch of trash cans on fire. Oh my god! He lit like four places on fire. It was like, it was like a serial arsonist in Chelsea. Yeesh, that's fun. So, again, I love New York City full heartedly, like so much. It's like my favorite place in the world. I I don't want to go back right now. It's not. Yeah. Look with this virus and fucking shit nuts like de Blasio. Well, because what has happened is it has opened a lot of the old systemic wounds that have never healed because yeah. it's been, you know, you get people like Giuliani who are like, I need to get all the homeless off the streets. Well, where are they going to go? I don't care. Subways. Right. So, and there are. Tons of buildings in the city that are standing vacant because either a place couldn't afford the rent anymore or it just got built with no real purpose that could be turned into homeless shelter at very little cost to to the city because they have that money. Yeah, that's the thing, though, about New York City. So, yeah. Also, we had a few friends that said this and it really pissed me off. If you left New York City during the pandemic, you can't come back because you didn't stay in New York. You know, New York. Fuck that shit. All right. No, fuck you guys. And I think the person knows who I'm talking about. I'm very disappointed in him because I left New York because I couldn't afford it anymore. Me and Elizabeth wanted to get an apartment together so we can continue our lives and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. We couldn't afford any apartment in New York City. Right. Unless we wanted to move to fucking Staten Island or fucking Flatbush. I can't even imagine what COVID did to Staten Island. But I don't also care. Uh, So so we moved back to Jersey. We're a place where we can, we luckily now found a place we could afford. Yeah. And same same thing thing happened with with Anna and me. Like we could not feasibly afford living in New York when the world was shut down. Exactly. Because, yeah, 
I was very lucky that I hopped on the employment train right away. But it was it's like, what what are we going to do? That's the, that was the thing. Now, luckily, because of the enhanced benefits, we were able to survive those months that we did. But we had to make Barely, the hard decision. Though. Yeah. That, but that's. But now the it's New York is just filled with the the people that were like, I wish it was back in the seventies. Guess what? It's back to where it was in the seventies. Just rampant violence and shit everywhere. Right. But all the people that couldn't afford there moved out to places they could could afford. Yeah. And all the rich people were like, well, there's no more people to buy our shit, so we're gonna leave. Right. And they just those are just corporations that are like, ah, fuck it, this is too much. We're too much work. We're out of here. Yeah. You know, it's just fucking up, man. Give a shit about your fellow people. Come yeah, on. That would be great. Elizabeth wants to go to rent a hotel in New York. Not like a, hotel, a whole hotel. Like a, a go get a I want to rent your entire building, please. I would like to sleep in every room, if you don't mind. I'm going to pee in every toilet. One, two, three. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I, I, get me some water. The tank's empty. Anyway, um, and go see a show. Like go see a Broadway show and stuff in October for her birthday. But I, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I want to, but serial arsonist and guys randomly shooting Times Square. Yeah, I mean, when when my in laws went a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Again. They went to the, I thought were, they went to Boston. They went to Boston and New York. Oh shit! Cool. Yeah, they had three days in Boston, three days in New York. Oh, they don't come visit me in uh, Jersey. What the fuck is this shit? Well, again, the last time that they stayed at a hotel in Jersey, they they didn't have a great experience. I don't remember what where, where? what city they were in. Oh, the city. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the problem. Yeah, you can't because they they stayed there on their way to pick us up last oh, July. Oh, so it was Newark. No, it wasn't New York. No, Jersey City. No, it was uh, not Jersey City. No, it wasn't. It was someplace the further in Jersey, like closer to the Pennsylvania border. What the fuck would you go there? I don't know. They just needed they needed to stop for the night, but they had a horrible time. Yeah, because like there were there were dead bugs in their uh, hotel room and. My mother-in-law ends up going into the bathroom when they get there, and she'll still tell about this story to this day. She found on the wall a booger with a nose hair stuck uh, to the wall, and she threw up. I'm trying to figure out where, like, like not near Philly, right? No, I mean, if it was North North Third, Norther. By, like the oranges? Maybe. I don't know. I honestly don't recall, but I, I will ask and I will text you the answer. You got to come. Okay, you've been to Jersey. It's not that bad. I know. I know. Uh, but like, I, I, I prefer South Jersey. Yeah. That's the thing. You got to come like, down I, here. Fort, Fort Lee is nice. Well, it wasn't Hoboken. Hoboken's nice. Yeah. Hoboken, Hoboken is, is nice. really nice. Well, like, yeah, South Jersey, like, yeah. Brick was okay. Red Bank is great. Yeah, well, Brick is As, Brick is Asbury suburb. Park's awesome. Asbury. I was just there a couple days ago. I saw you guys went to a concert. Yeah, Jason Mraz. First concert, how, uh, first and last concert of the season. Okay, how would how'd it go? A lot of people without a mask. I mean, yes. But it was also 400 degrees, so I, I kind of understand. <laughs> um, it was an outdoor concert. I never thought I would be so happy. Yeah, it was an out- it was all outdoor. It was on the okay. Stone Pony Summer Stage. Gotcha. Um, they were only letting certain like little people to go in inside to go listen to other bands. Every mm-hmm. but here's the thing: it was wasn't a lot of people. I think sure. they, they did a ticket cap. Gotcha. So Good. even though it was you know no not a lot of people wearing masks, it was still pretty spaced out. Yeah. Um, and I never thought I'd be so happy to be. To buy a beer for eight dollars at a concert, 
And there you are. Yeah, it was a Narragansett too. So, an eight dollar Gansett. I, I was so happy to be ripped off again. What the? Like, fuck? Oh yeah, this is what I remember. That's a two dollar beer. And that is a two dollar beer, beer for a six pack. Two dollar beer. My, for... Yeah. Um. Buy your dirty lobster water. Yo, okay. That one, that's actually better than regular Narragansett, though. It is. It is. The fucking one that just looks like a lobster. Yeah. Fucking it's like, like well, we don't, we're not going to tell you what's in here. 16 ounces of carbonated lobster water. Yeah, yeah. You want your lobster, of course. Um, and they also, there's also a place, I took you there, but you didn't get the hot dog. So, uh, in New Jersey, there's a restaurant called Windmill. It's only in New okay, Jersey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's certain Long Branch. But... They were selling windmill hot dogs, and it was the fucking best hot dog I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know if I was starving, but it was so good. How much were those? I was fourteen dollars, six dollars. Oh, okay, it was like twelve dollars. Yeah, twelve dollars for two, so six dollars, which is usually how much they are. Okay, great. I'm yeah. glad that they but weren't you off about the dogs. No, but too. they're like they're like this big though. They're foot longs. They're yeah. All right, they're big Damn, and they they're grilled to the part where they crack open. Ooh, they put that mustard okay. on there, man, and a little hot pepper. Oh, that's fair. That's so, fair. Joseph, we're nerds. We gotta talk about nerds. Yes. Gotta talk about nerd shit. All right, excellent. So, uh, we're all waiting for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Of course, I don't give a fuck about the Eternals. I'm sorry, folks. I do just, not. They did have a new trailer drop today, which was really, really good, though. Really, I saw it and I hated it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm like, it, I'm like, it's fucking DC. <laughs> it's like Superman. Mm. The guy just shooting laser at himself the entire time. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, they I'm, ha- they, they're not doing Hyperion, so like, I know. But my my only issue with it, it's it, it's going to sound horrible. It really is. It's too uh, star studded of a cast for me. Hmm. It's too. That's fair. It's too star studded. You know. That's fair. Yeah, it's, like, it like, is. Like a lot of other, you kind of like no one really knew Chris Pratt. You know that much when mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Robert Downey Jr. was at the end of his career for right. Iron Man. Um, Chris Evans, he was had done some. He's done some stuff. But, I mean, Benner, Benedict Cumberbatch was a little bit more of a big name for Doctor Strange. Right. But not yeah. even that. It's still like small circles. You had to know Sherlock. You knew Sherlock. You had to know BBC stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland, pretty much no one at that that point. Chris Hemsworth as well. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. So you know, that's my problem with Eternals. Uh, is a little too much. Like Selma Hayek's in it, and Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, the fucking guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah. So it's a little too start. I don't know. I'm not overly looking forward to the Eternals, but it's gonna be fine. Um, what if has been pretty good. Have you watched What yes, If? Yes, I have been keeping up with that. The first two episodes are out. I didn't watch the second one yet. Did you watch the okay. first one? I did. I only have one complaint. What is your one complaint about one, the Agent Carter? One, Captain what, Carter. Captain Carter. My one complaint. There's no way in God's green earth anyone would still be attracted to Steve Rogers if he didn't take the Super Soldier Serum. But he's just a sweet little guy. I, I don't get. I, that's a. He's a sweet little guy. He looks like he's fucking ten. Yeah, some people like there's that. There's no. And those people are in jail, Joseph. No, they're those, not. Oh God, not like that. Are in Fuck jail. off. Not like that. <laughs> no, I. I was just. I'm like. There's no fucking. Like I feel like you'd be attracted to like Tony Stark's dad. To Howard. Howard Stark. I don't think she'd or be even a, Bucky. Or Bucky. There's no way. I'm Captain well, America, or I'm Iron Patriot. And they actually never said his name. Hydra Somper, I guess. Yeah. But that was my only... I really love the whole thing. I love What If, you know, yeah. as a whole. Um, the the next one is What If T'Challa was picked I, up by the Ravagers. I'm interested about it, because I can't really see how it would be any different. Oh, it's, it's extremely different. Really? Because I'm like, wouldn't that just be Black Panther in space? No. No, uh, so it's no. better. All right, I'm I'm gonna watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I look forward to hearing what you think about oh, it. Oh yeah, no, because it was it was a very well written episode. Very they're, fun. They're, they're both been very. The first one yeah. was very well written too. I loved how um, much of chaotic energy Howard Stark Howard Stark was. Oh my god! Right. Almost yeah, that my was great. Little Jersey energy, uh, accent there with Stark. 
Yeah. <laughs> How it's that? So to get prepared for Multiverse of Madness and the new uh, Spider-Man movie, No Way Home, mm-hmm. I am re-watching something I swore I would never re-watch. The Marvel Netflix Universe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am starting, I started with The Punisher. Okay. I'm doing Punisher, then I'm doing Daredevil. Which is the best. Yep. And then I'm going to do Jessica Jones. Which is good, too. Luke Cage. Fine. And ending it with Iron Fist. Are you going to watch Defenders as well? After Iron Fist. After all of it is done. After all of it's done. Watch all of the separate. Yeah. Then I'll watch them together. Okay. Uh, So, Punisher. I've only watched season one. My, here's my only complaint. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck does he get his ass kicked every episode? I, yeah, I don't know. That's my only, I get you're supposed to try to make him human, but. I think John just has a writer in his contract that he must look like he's beat to shit. Yeah, because I'm to a point where I'm like, I'm not even rooting for him at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm almost done with season two, and I'm like, I'm not even rooting for him. He's just getting his ass kicked every fucking two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, Punisher gets a cup of coffee. Legs get broken. So it, it should be punished? Punished. He's the punished man. <laughs> um... Universe it's, is punching bag. It's okay. I do like what they're going with with the whole like uh, vet thing and post traumatic you know stress disorder. Yeah, I do like that. I do like their use of villains. I I think it was cast horribly. Mm. I do. I'm I'm sorry, but um, the lady who plays the Homeland Security agent. Yeah, just extremely unlikable from like the word mm. go. Just very, very unlikable. Um, kind of the same thing with all the supporting cast. I'm like, I just feel like everyone's very unlikable. Sure. Um, season two, there's this whole weird subplot about this white supremacist guy called the Pilgrim and stuff. Oh. He's, he's pretty cool. But um, he also just gives his... He's like a, a Punisher, but used for evil, pretty much. Oh, sure. Uh, it's It's okay. It's not great. I don't know if the Punisher ever can make it on. I don't think it's that kind of character that can make it on the big or small screen. Yeah. It's one of those. It's a, it's a hard one to, it's a hard balance to strike. By himself. I think he's one of those you have to like put in with other people. Right. You know, you have to have a foil. Yeah. Being like I get what you're doing, but your methods are wrong. Like in season two of Daredevil. Exactly. I, cause I, rem- I remember that one. Or like in, even in the uh, Spider-Man comic, where uh, or the Spider-Man TV show from the '90s, they introduced yep. Punisher, and he had a really good experience, uh, appearance in Civil War, the original series, the original run. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's not great. I I don't love it. I give it wow. uh, three out of five, or three out of yeah, three out of five. Okay, three out of five. Well, it's I, almost done. Almost done. You're almost finished with um, it. Also, I realize Punisher just doesn't doesn't have good villains. Doesn't yeah, really, uh, there's yeah, they're like, no they're just good. like, oh, you're a, you're a mobster, oh, you're a fucked up person. But see, who's... that's but that's better though. I like that idea more. Like mm. if they went that route of like Punisher is like, what if Punisher was like in the comics where it's like, oh, he's fighting the mob and he's fighting drug dealers or like a right. serial killer or something like that. You know, that, that's fucking, that's yeah, that cool. I get that. But instead he's like, oh, it's a corrupt, like they even changed his backstory. It's like, it's a corrupt government black ops thing that killed his family. Yeah. So he's, and he, the first like episode is him killing all those people. And now it's like him trying to figure out who he is as the Punisher. And there was like a mad bomber in the uh, first season. Remember mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. And now it's like. They're bringing all these villains he had from like the eighties and nineties and stuff, like the Pilgrim and J- Jigsaw and shit. And it's like, ah, it doesn't really. For me, it didn't really doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, it's it's a again given the nature of our world as of now, that too. It's a very hard character to. Well, that's yeah, that's over, overall why it got canceled. Yeah, because of the massive gun violence that was going on. Yeah. 
Like it would have been like you know, that would have been a great way to introduce um I want to say Clash with Clay, but I know that's not right. Cassidy? The Carnage before it becomes Carnage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cuz he was a serial killer. Yes. So that would be enough. that would have been a good season. The Punisher yeah. is trying to track down this fire, the serial killer who later becomes Carnage. Yeah. Now that fucking that, that would, would work. You know, I I want to see him fight the mob. I want to see him like fucking kill a drug dealer. You know, I, I want to see that shit. Yeah. Vigilante justice, not like you know, Rufo taking on the system and getting beat up along the way. Yeah, Priyadima. There was a good scene though where he was at a bar. And he was uh, just like experiencing normal life for once, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually that was a really good, a good moment." A good moment, yeah. Um, I'm excited-ish for Daredevil. I didn't love it as much as everyone did when I first watched it, so I'm excited to rewatch I it. I know you were not happy with Vincent D'Onofrio's Fisk. Fisk. I thought it. Was I really... fucking love it, though. I know. I'm, I'm going to look at it with more of an open mind. I'm going to rewatch mm-hmm. that. Uh, Jessica Jones. I might kind of like. Watch, not watch, because I did watch both seasons when it first came out. I haven't watched season three of that one. Oh, there's three. Never mind. I'm gonna. Re- I didn't. I didn't know there was season three. Yeah, they added. A, they did. That was the the last one I might, to come out. I might skip season two, season one, because I, I watched all of season one. Watch season one again. I know it's for so Kilgrave. Good. I know I love Kilgrave, but I'm trying to watch all the stuff I didn't see. But maybe okay. I'll probably. Uh, I liked Luke Cage. A lot when I first watched mm-hmm. it, so I'm excited to rewatch that. I am not looking forward to Iron Fist. You haven't watched any of it, right? I watched like the first two episodes and immediately shut it off. When it well, because out. again, uh, that character is just a dick. Danny Rand is a horrible character, and Iron Fist is a horrible fucking character. Yeah. All right, and like, I'm I'm so important. Look at how important I am. I'm the white savior. I'm not looking forward to the Defenders at all either. Defenders is pretty good. Yeah, but I'm trying to watch all of it before Doctor Strange comes out. Oh, you got some. You got time. I got time. Just just because I doubt they're going to be introduced, but they might be. There's been teasing of it. Yeah, and there's been discussion of potentially bringing in. um, Well, I do think they cast Murdoch for for the Spider Man. I think I do think they cast the movies, uh, the characters really well. I think they cast yes. The actor who plays Punisher is perfect casting. He looks like the yeah. Punisher. Uh, the cat actress for Jessica Jones looks just like Jessica. She's great. That's great. Kristen Ritter, yeah. Um, uh, Charlie Cox as uh, Matt Murdock oh, is great. brilliant. And uh, the guy played Luke Cage was great. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that, that that's good casting. Yeah. That Danny Rand looks like a dick, so and, uh, great. He, they did it. We don't need they Danny did it. Rand. We don't need... Iron Fist, the immortal Iron Fist. Um, I will suggest to you to do the following. What? Uh, if you really want to get the proper experience, oh, watch the first two seasons of Daredevil. Okay. Then season one of the other three okay. shows, and then do the Defenders. Okay. Because the Defenders directly affects what happens in season, in season two's. Of, and uh, season three of Daredevil. So watch the first season of the first two seasons of Daredevil. First two of Daredevil, then the first two of the other three sh- the first one of, of the other three okay. shows. Of then the Luke Defenders, Cage, Jessica Jones, and and Iron Fist. Iron Fist. In yeah, and then watch the Defenders. Okay, I could do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Because Defenders yeah, I'll, is only I'll, like six episodes, six or eight episodes. Yeah, it's a really short series. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'm. Almost, I got like two more episodes of Punisher, and then I'll do that. Great. Because uh, it's all connected. Oh. Surprise! I also like how in Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones, he all referenced the, new, the thing that happened in Manhattan. Yeah, but Punisher, it's like ah, now he's just killing people. <laughs> Fuck it! I don't give a shit about aliens from the sky. Who gives a goddamn about a sky that would, beam? But that would be so great because he's such a fucking, you know, down-to-earth, you know, character. Not down-to-earth, but, like, so, like, man-to-man. Yeah. The effect of something bigger than him, like, I feel like that could be good, like, existentialism yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, but I can see why Kevin Feige is like, I don't really want to, 
I don't really, you know, no. Yeah. Cause yes, there, there's a lot of violence in the MCU, but there's extreme violence in the Netflix series. Yeah. It's like they almost made him, they made him too human. Yeah. But again, if they do end up bringing Charlie Cox's daredevil into the MCU, because there's also rumors that they will bring in Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Well, I feel the two are the two are if you bring in one without the other, you can you're you're you're, you're doing a major disservice. Well, because the Punisher, I mean not the Punisher, the Kingpin is such He's a pivotal Spider Man villain as well. Villain too. I still think the best pink kingpin is the one from the fucking nineties in the, the Spider Man. The TV animated show. one. Yeah. Yeah. I still think that was the best kingpin. Yeah, no, that one was great. And love Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. But yeah, that film was awful. Oh, we don't talk about that film. I know, but or I that. talked about it. <laughs> Suck it, Affleck. I feel bad for Affleck, man. He never got a chance. Not, not anymore, though, because now he's dating J-Lo, so he's fine. Yeah. But like, he never got the chance he wanted to, to be a superhero. No. Yeah, he should have just stuck with romantic dramas. Going back to the 90s. Yeah. actually, that was He did movie. great in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> such a bad movie. Pearl Harbor is such a Yeah, it wasn't movie. great. They did their best. Uh, Joseph, you ready us for the start diving into little the pod deck? time? Little potty. A little pod potty. little potty with the pod decks. Ladies and gentlemen, for those who are new to the show, welcome. I hope you are enjoying <laughs> a conversation about the 90s and butt plugs. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck did I just click on? Uh, that's Untitled Talk Radio. Today, we're diving into pod decks. For those who don't know, pod decks is a useful little tool for podcasters. Lovely decks of cards with wonderful questions to spice up any podcast performance. And now they have an app filled with wonderful different decks, tools, hints, and a monthly giveaway. So go to poddecks.com, use the code STORIES in ink, all one word, for 10% off. This NPR ad read brought to you by Argyle McMasterson. Wow. Just (laughs) wow. Oh my God! Memories, huh? Wait, wait, hold on. Um. Well, Poddex, a wonderful tool for podcasters. Use the Go code. Go to poddex.com. Use the code Stories in Inc. to get ten percent off your order. Use the code Stories. Oh my God! In Inc. All right, Joseph. We're gonna what? be here forever. We're using the app today. Woo! What? Deck, would you want to use? Oh, God, I have I it. Remember. I have it narrowed it down to four for us. Okay, great. What are your What are the options? Hypothetical questions. Mm. The future freaks me out. Power normal or philosophy? And I'll add Let's a two. I want to do the philosophy one. We talked about doing that one last time. All right, philosophy. Here we go. Philosophical questions with two raging nerds. I feel like this could be a, a podcast in general. Right? Ooh, I, I, there's two here and both really good questions. If you were guaranteed the correct answer to one question, what would you ask? Oh, God. Yeah, these are fucking deep ones. Well, it is philosophy. Yeah, but like, you know, I don't know. I never took philosophy in college. <laughs> That's fair. Guaranteed the answer to one question. You know, if I was asked this question when I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have asked, like, is there really a soulmate or who am, who am I meant to be with? Sure. I guess, you know, if I was, you know, you're guaranteed a correct answer to one question, what would you ask? I probably would like, what is my purpose? <laughs> Your purpose is to serve butter. What is oh, that from? Oh, my God. Oh, from Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. <laughs> what is my purpose? To pass the butter. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yep. <clears throat> Morty. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Like, what is my purpose? 
That yeah. I think that that would be my my main question. Like, what is my purpose? Be very, you know, very. There's a lot of ways you can go with that too. Holy shit! Right. Yeah. yeah. What about you? No, I mean, ah, uh, because I go back and forth. Like that. That is a good question. Like, what is? What am I? What do I? What am I meant to do? And, and things yeah. like that. But it's how. Like how? How can I? How can I better the world? Okay. You know, that's a good one. Because a lot of people are like, well, one person can only make so much of a difference, but one person can make a huge amount of difference. I liked how we both didn't go like, is there a God or is there a, you know, what meaning of life or some shit like that? Right. We both went right. to like personal, like, what is my purpose or how can I change the world? Yeah. Because I feel because like if, if you know what you're meant to do and how or how you can help. Yeah. That greater that's yeah that gives one more of a drive versus like what's what's the answer to all of life's questions 42 yeah. <laughs> i don't know because i feel like i've always ever since like you know i've figured out existentialism because being a dyslexic in the 90s <laughs> um your whole world was existential <laughs> i didn't know how to spell it yes <laughs> i was always like what is my purpose and like what is my my meaning in life yeah. So that's I. Yeah, I would definitely go that route. Makes you think. Ready for another one? I am. Yeah. Why do we respect the dead more than the living? Ooh. Yeah, these are fucking. Ooh. Fucking good one. Snaps all around for that question. Uh because we're not. Because it's all about wanting more time with them, and we feel like we didn't do enough for them in their living moments. We honor the dead because of regret, is what you're saying. One hundred. I want. We do most of anything is regret. If you, yeah, the we human are a very regretful world. It's because of that. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good idea. Yeah. But and then what? What would your reason be for why we don't necessarily honor the living? Because we don't realize. Well, it's like a double-edged sword. You, you, if you're respecting the dead, you're also respecting the living. Like you, you wish you had more time with you know your, like when you're, when you're older and your parents pass, you wish you had more time with them. So you, by doing that, you spend more time with your kids. Mm. In a perfect world. Sure. But why do we respect the dead? Oh, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. Like we respect the dead more than we respect the living, though. It's true because oh, fuck, this is fucking the rusty gears in my head that's mostly used for like movie references and comic books is like critical They're thinking. They're turning. Um, it's a, well, yeah, it's out of regret, but it's also yeah, uh, fucking shit. I I still say it's regret. It's about wanting to do more and doing for the person, you know, like trying to make, I, I go back to the, the philosophical, not the phil, like the main question of like, if you're to prove your parents or like, if you look at great historical dictators or leaders and stuff, it's always that mm-hmm. they had bad parents that died when they were young or died when they were you know, of the age. So they sure. conquered the world and these aspects of like to prove it, like, fuck you. See, I, I could do this. Sure. You know, trying to, like, you worry about what the dead think about you more than the lives that you've just killed think about you. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, because look at the, most of the laws and shit we have now. It's all about things that happened to a person who died 100 years ago more than the people that are affected by it now. Right. What about you? Well, historically speaking, we have not always honored the dead very well. We have honored yeah. select dead. Well, I feel like it's more of your personal dead. Sure. It's more of like the people who've died in your life that you respect more than you do the people who are living in your life. Mm. Not like historical, yeah, because the whole, like, with the shit we've done to dead bodies and indigenous people and stuff like that, we don't respect that. Or people didn't right. respect that. I feel like that 
that question's more about the personal dead in your life than it is the overall historical dead. If right. I'm, I'm, I might be wrong on that. But. Well, and I, I do think that there's part of the reason why there is a push to commemorate lives lost is it's an attempt to teach a lesson. Because yeah. a lot of the time people say, there's that old, old adage, you learn your history so you don't repeat the mistakes. And the unfortunate thing is what's, what happens is a lot of times people will learn the history and be like, oh, I, I honor and recognize what happened, but I'm not going to make effective change to prevent what happened before to happen again. Yeah. So I, I think part of it, it's, yes, there's, that, there's the regret, but it's also a little bit easier for some people to say, I, I honor and respect yeah. those that came before me because it's easier because I don't necessarily have that accountability. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Because it's a lot harder to look somebody face to face and say, I would respect you more if you were dead. Well, it's that old adage of like, you know, apologize on your deathbed. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't do the things in life to do the, apologize, but apologize on your deathbed because what, what are they going to do? Say, no, you're fucking dead. Who cares? Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I just looked at the the next two answers. This one's this one would spark a good debate, so I'm going to read it. What law do you think would be more of a personal choice instead of a law? Oh, yeah. Well, that depends. Are we talking city, state, federal? You know, let's let's international. So we're in international uh, waters now? Let's stick with, like, you know, state the state laws and not federal laws because that mm-hmm. can just open a whole fucking can a whole, of worms. That's a whole other can of worms. But, like, you know, I think, like, speeding tickets. You know? Mm-hmm. I think that should just be more, if you're going to speed, you're going to speed. That's a personal choice. It really shouldn't be against the law. Or, like, wearing a seatbelt and stuff like that. Because that's, now, that, to me, that's just natural selection. Yes, but you do get instances of somebody who does do the speeding, they crash, they survive, but then they kill somebody else. Oh, yeah, but then they live with that guilt for the rest of their life. Possibly, yeah. And then that goes back to the other question. <laughs> like, How do you respect do the dead or the dead? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, well, like, okay, now here's a really good one. It's actually, it's actually federal law. The drinking age. Drinking age. Oh, yeah. That should be more of a personal responsibility with the parents than it should be a federal law. Right, because there, there are definitely states where if you are with your parent, you are able to have yeah. alcohol. I I, ge- I generally think that, you know, if you want to drink alcohol and you're not 21, you just have to be accompanied by your parents. Like, a, you right. know, when, like when you're driving at 16, you can't right. drive without a licensed driver. And right. then that teaches kids how to... You know, grow up with alcohol. Teaches you more responsibility. Exactly. Like, you think about Europe. 100%. There's less alcoholics in Europe than there are in America because they abuse it so much. By the time they're 21, they finally just binge drink to the point that it becomes an addiction. Right. But if you can grow up with it, you know, like... At, like this, We're having wine with dinner tonight. Everybody's having wine with dinner tonight. At like 12. Yeah. I would say like, you know, 14, like 16, 15. Yeah. That's that's the age of like, all right, you can have a glass of wine with dinner. Yep. You with, can your, have, with your family. With, you, with your family. If you want your friends to come over to drink, a parent has to be with you. Right. And not I, just be like, I've provided the alcohol. All kids love me because I'm a cool teen no, mom. No, no. Like, no, I am here and yeah. I am with you in this activity. You can buy the alcohol. I go with you to the store so you can buy it. Mm-hmm. Show my like with like I am I'm an adult. This is my mm-hmm. kid. Take him back, and then you don't drink, obviously, but you you know make sure it's all safe and fine. Yeah, because that is how you get problem. And also, it's fucking. I still think it's bullshit. Eighteen, you can go fucking fight and die in a foreign land for this country, 
You can't have a drink or a cigarette when you get back. Right. Well, you could have a cigarette. Not anymore. Oh, that, that is moved up to 21. Yeah. 21 now. Yeah. But so that's, I think that should be more of a personal choice. And if you don't want your kid to drink at a young age, don't let him drink at a young age. Sure. But it should be a personal choice. It shouldn't be a law. That's fair. What about you? Any law that dictates how somebody lives with their their sexual organs. Oh, you're, so you're talking birth control and stuff. I'm talking, I'm, yeah. And abortion. Birth control, abortion rights, uh, trans rights. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100% the, on that. The number of obsessively yeah. oppressive laws that are being passed, especially in the South right now, it's like, that's that just tells people you're it's good for you to exist unless you're this. I know I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, no, I I lost connection for a brief second. I'm oh, back. sorry. There's a, a cop car going crazy. In our- oh, that's fun. Maybe they heard our podcast. <laughs> They're um, talking about philosophy. Get them. Yeah, stop them. They're asking but, the big questions. Right. Um, yeah. Anything that dictates how well, somebody's, yeah. you know, I I feel like that goes without saying. But I agree and yet with you. we're well, yeah, we're, we're in these conversations. these conversations. No, I agree. I agree. You cannot say what a person can do with their body, especially yeah. when it's involving their 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 organs. Now, I will say that a vaccine mandate I understand because that is for the greater good of all people, but if it's yeah, but a vaccine mandate saying that a person who doesn't get a vac- doesn't get the vaccine isn't um inhuman, right? They're just saying like, well, all right, you don't want the vaccine, so you can't go to big group things because we're trying to save your life. Yeah, or other laws yeah. that involve that are like, no, 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 this person's a horrible person because they're less than they're less than because they don't follow these federal because rules. they happen to have a vagina or yeah. they they don't feel right in their body like exactly it's it's that's a fucked up those have been fucked up laws forever yeah and they should but they need the, to change on the bright side governor abbott of texas did get diagnosed with covid after him being like fuck covid we're not doing any regulations so mm-hmm. boom boom man these are fucking deep questions deeper than well, i thought the philosophy being- section yeah, but I was, I don't know. It could have been like Big Mac or Whopper. That's not philosophical. Um, well, Joseph, we can call it that if you want. I think that's a good place that's a good to end. Point. I, got, I, this, this is going to be around. a rabbit hole if we keep going. So, I, Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Untitled Talk Radio. I'm Jesse. Uh, I'm Joseph. This has been a wonderful time. Thank you so much for us talking about butt plugs for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and the 90s. And then ending with philosophical questions. I do like this bit of uh, talking philosophical questions with two people who didn't study philosophy. Hooray! Hooray!